And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up everyone? Zach here. I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm excited to share um, a little a little snippet with you that goes against a lot of the stuff that I learned in uh, traditional network marketing. And um, that is that the grind is actually not that good. Um, and that goes against a lot of the stuff in entrepreneurship, right? Um, you know, there's a motivational speaker that I really like and actually admire. And he talks a lot about like the grind, right? Um, you know, getting up early, staying up late, giving it a hundred percent, all these things. You've probably heard lots of people talk about that kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say poo poo on anyone's specific like message, because I think that everyone's got a different path to succeed. Um, but I'll just tell you what, what has, what, what's happened for us and what I believe in and, and this kind of thing. So I, I did the grind thing for many years, like super grind. Um, I stayed up really, really late, got up really early and worked my guts out. So for the first six years in my network marketing career, um, I worked a job for that six years, a regular like corporate job. And, um, you know, I, <clears throat> my schedule at one point was 7.30 to 3.30 uh, and then I'd go do my business. And then, you know, I had even more traditional like nine to five type situations as well. But basically, you know, seven to nine in the morning was my start time and like 3.30 to 5.30 or six was my end time. Um, and I had to reposition my work to do that. You know, I started this industry. I was in um, car and motorcycle sales. And um, if you know anything about that industry, you make your money on nights and weekends. And I uh, needed my nights and weekends free to build the business. And so I switched jobs. I got a corporate job, took a huge pay cut um, for myself at the time to reposition my schedule that was conducive to the business. And then I had a more traditional corporate schedule. And what I basically did is <clears throat> I proceeded to grind really, really hard. Um, I grinded really, really hard for those six years. So I would uh, I would get it up at, you know, what let's call it 6 a.m., um, I would be at work at seven or seven thirty or something like that, and um, then I would work till uh, let's say three thirty or four, 
Uh, I would go uh, typically go have to take a nap in my car. So I would literally like go drive uh, to a parking lot. Streets of Woodfield parking lot was my jam. And um, I would go into the parking lot, lean my seat back and sleep for like 30 to 40 minutes um, until basically five o'clock hit 515. And uh, then I'd start driving around to gas stations and uh, cold contact people till 730 to 830, somewhere in that range. That's kind of when the the uh, rush hour died off and um, meaning my, my prospect pool died off. And then I would um, go out and meet with my team, <clears throat> uh, meet with prospects, things like that till about 10 o'clock. Uh, and then, you know, meet with my team after that and, you know, uh, either learn from my upline or do brain surgery on my downline. And I would stay out till very frequently. Uh, if I was home before midnight, it would be, that would be an early night. Um, average was, I think maybe, maybe, yeah, I think 12 was pretty average. If I was home before 12, I remember thinking it was early. Um, it much, and then maybe once or twice a week, it would be past two or three in the morning. Um, <clears throat> my bedtime, I would consider my bedtime. If I got to bed by 1 AM, uh, to be up at seven, actually, that, that's what I remember. If I was in bed by one to be up by seven, I would consider that, um, really, really good. I would I'd like that was a huge win. I would I would actually consider that like catching up on sleep. Um, I would sleep on a sleeping bag next to my bed so that I'd be uncomfortable enough to wake up to my alarm to get to work. And um, and all of that um, it produced. Don't get me wrong. It produced the skills that I use to this day to do what we do in business. So please don't misunderstand. But those six years, um, I didn't produce any results really. Um, like virtually nothing uh, as far as like for all things considered. I worked very, very hard. Um, I don't uh, believe that I, you know, shirked responsibility or that there was like some missing component necessarily like or that I was an idiot. Like I do believe that I was a fairly fairly smart person even at that time. Um, But yet I just couldn't crack it. And so I say that to say that the grind didn't make it, it didn't, it didn't produce results. I'll just put it that way. Like me grinding my guts out did not produce results. Staying up late, waking up early, um, giving 100% all the time, never turning off. Uh, I literally never gave my mind a break. Every single time I had a free moment at work or in in between meetings or something, I'd open up my communication apps and I would uh, communicate with my team or I would try to motivate them or whatever. I was literally, I never turned off for six years. Um, like my mind literally never took a break and neither did my body for the most part. <clears throat> I mean, I think legit, I think the only days off was I think I took a couple days off sometime around year, it was 2013. So I was four years into the business. Uh, so in 2013, I took a few days off to visit my dad while he was doing something cool um, or something really cool. I took a few days off for that. And then I took Christmas off every year. That was one day. So I think grand total in six years, I probably had like 10 days of like, like physical and mental time off. Um, and the, when I was actually visiting my dad, um, for those few days in 2013, uh, I was still working, <laughs> not, not the entire day. I wasn't grinding, but I was still some, somewhat active. Um, and, and the rhetoric can be to grind your guts out, right? That's why I'm talking about this right now. Because I know you could be have you could have been told, either by you know online personalities or maybe even by your upline that the grind is the only way to make it, and most of that is just not true um, in my experience. 
I do think you need to work hard and many people need to work harder than they think. So if you're like me and not everyone is like me and I'm not superior in any way, this is just uh, my personality. I tend to go overboard in everything. And sometimes that can be a bad thing, by the way. I'm not, that's not a compliment to me. Um, but if you're like me, maybe you're an overboard type of person <clears throat> where you go absolutely nuts. Um, so for instance, like I'm really into coffee. Uh, I really like um, making really good espresso. And like, I will legitimately obsess over finding the perfect beans, the perfect ingredients. I will spend way too much freaking money, more money than some people's cars on espresso machines. Um, I'll literally have dreams about pouring latte art. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, it's, 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 it's excessive. And you can see how if you point, you point that kind of obsessiveness in the wrong direction, it, it becomes detrimental. Um, in some ways, it's good. In some ways, it's bad. Just as somebody who's uh, maybe um, the opposite of obsessive, like everything's easygoing, there's some things that are really good, some things that are bad about that. I find that most people, in t- when it comes to their own business, are too easygoing, and they're too, they're too high-strung with their job and their regular life, and they're too easygoing when it comes to their business. Um, I was probably a bit of the opposite. I was a little too easygoing when it came to my job, and thus, uh, you know, I kind of got myself in trouble at jobs, and I was a little probably too intense with the business. So most people kind of need to chill out at their jobs a little bit and ante it up at their business. I needed to probably ante it up at my job a little bit and chill out a little bit with my business. <clears throat> so you probably need to put in, I would say the majority of people listening to me right now probably need to put in more work to your business than you are currently doing. However, you don't need to sacrifice your health. You don't need to uh, get less than, uh, in my opinion, you don't need less than seven or eight hours of sleep a night. Like you don't need to do that. You don't need to sacrifice your family or that family time. Um, and you and you can take days off. In fact, I take Sundays off uh, literally, uh, I, I was going to say religiously. It actually is uh, religious. It's the Sabbath. I take Sundays off because... Um, it's the Sabbath. I mean, technically Saturday is the Sabbath, but you get the point. I take Sundays off every week. And those first six years, I didn't. I, it was seven days a week. Uh, now I do. And um, by the way, since I stopped grinding and taking Sundays off and all these other things, like our results have, <laughs> we've outproduced in one month what it took me. I, in one month, we've, we've produced more recruits and profit than I did in six years combined. Um, and that's insane. We've done that multiple. It's been, it's not just one. It's so <clears throat> it's, I'm saying you, you probably need to put more than you think, but you don't need to do the crazy grind thing. And the reason you don't have to do the crazy grind thing is because you put a system in place that can grind for you. Okay. So I don't necessarily think you need to grind for the sake of grinding number one, but number two, if you have a system that can grind for you, that's what I'm getting at here. You don't have to. So, for instance, um, the, the I, or I used an example. I said that there's uh, we've had months where we've outproduced um, six years combined. Now, just so you know, like um, I already told you, I didn't produce those much that much those six years. Uh, so, like, it's not like, it's not that hard to like outproduce zero. Now, it wasn't zero. I, I'm obviously telling a story here, being a little bit dramatic. Um, but so it wasn't it wasn't zero, but that like the months that I'm referencing where we've had really big months, um, like those months are bigger than um, I don't want to quote numbers. I just don't like doing that. But 
Um, let's just call them the six figures. Okay, they're over six figures. We'll just call it that and leave it there. Um, so I, I, we've outproduced in one month what, what it took me six years to, to produce. <clears throat> um, and the reason that you can do that is because you have a system in place. It's not because we're that good. So like right now, as we're talking, um, we have something called, uh, or so we generate leads and applicants for our business, right? So that people come to us, they're already interested. They've already been very heavily pre-qualified. They've already got pretty much all the information they need. Um, and then they apply to be a part of our team. And then someone from our team will contact them, or maybe they'll even enroll on their own. Okay. That's what happens in our team now today. Now, since we generate so many leads and applicants, uh, we actually have something called a lead wheel in our organization. Um, as far as I know, we're the only ones, uh, in the industry that have a functioning lead wheel that actually works really, really well with a self-liquidating offer attached to it <clears throat> from tier one traffic sources. When I say tier one traffic sources, I mean Facebook, YouTube ads, things like that. I don't mean like solo ad bullcrap. Um, so we have this lead wheel. And as I'm speaking here right now, um, there are leads going out to my entire team that are, that, that are enrolled in the lead wheel. I have leads going out every single day. In fact, uh, you know, there are days when well, it's, it's very easy to assume, very easy to assume that there is between 30 to 40 to 50 to 100 um, highly interested people coming in and being distributed into my downline on a daily basis. Um, we could, and that number can, we can skyrocket that number. And the reason that we can generate, and, and if I wanted those, I could take those for myself. If I wanted 900 leads in a day, I could have 900 leads in a day. The reason that that exists is because we have a system that does it. So I know what I just said can kind of sound egotistical, and that's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to tell you that I'm cool. Um, you can make that as you can make that decision for yourself. What I'm trying to tell you is that I didn't have a system before, and I had to grind my guts out for for abysmal results. I have a system now and I don't have to grind my guts out and we get way better results than we used to. And it's all because of a system. And when I, and you, the word system is thrown around, thrown around a lot in network marketing and it can, people can think like it means like, oh, I have this system where we uh, invite people to a meeting. That's not a freaking system. That's a, that's a, that's a process. When I'm talking about a system, I'm talking about I literally have ads going out there right now without I'm not doing anything. The ads are going out there. They're getting people interested in my business. They're overcoming all of the object for the vast majority of all the objections. They're selling them into the business. They people are applying to be a part of our organization or they're literally enrolling by themselves and I have not lifted a finger. That's a system. That's what I'm talking about. And I want to get this to you because you don't need to grind when you have a system that runs on your behalf. The door just slammed. Maybe it was helping, helping me make a point. Um, <clears throat> now, if you're building a system, so let's say you are listening to this and you uh, don't have the system yet. You might, it might be worth grinding to get the system. So, when I need it to right now, like I'm reaping some benefit from the system being built, right? <clears throat> so when I, before I had the system, we had to build it. Now during that build time, I had to grind. Now I didn't grind to the extent that I just told you about. I didn't 
not sleep. I did sleep uh, seven or eight hours a night. I did still take Sundays off. I changed those things um, before we had the system, but I, I did have to grind. I did have to work a lot more than I'm working right now. And so my recommendation is this, is do what you have to to keep your business alive um, like during the bulk of your time. So for instance, let's say you're building old school right now. Well, personally, I would just freaking never do that ever again. I wouldn't spend one millisecond building old school. Um, but let's say um, you are building uh, in somewhat of a advanced capacity. Uh, let's say you found a way to um, get some people interested. Let's say, you're, let's say you're just doing some more market strategies online. Okay, just making an example up. You're doing some more market strategies online. To me, still totally old school, but at least you're not stalking people offline. So do put a lot of your effort into that to keep your business alive. Um, but take, take a couple hours a day and put your system in place, right? Now, depending on where you're at, you might be in a spot where you're like, you know what, I don't want to do any of that stuff. And I just need to put the system in place, period, case closed. That's what we did. I just said, you know what, I need to put this thing in place. I'm so sick of the old school crap. I'm not even spending a second on it. I'm building this system. And that's what we did. Now, you have to decide if that's the right move for you. We have people, for instance, in our organization that they're part of that lead wheel I talked about where they're getting leads for themselves from our system and they can call and enroll those leads. What we tell them is stay on the lead wheel for as long as you need to, right? Build a giant organization off the lead wheel, but while you're doing it, take 10 or 20% of your time and build out your system yourself, right? Build out your own system because that's the ultimate goal, right? The ultimate goal is that I can teach them a marketing skill that they can take with them anywhere. That's what I want for you too. Now, if you're not, of course, in our lead wheel, which you, you know if you're not, if you need to take care of your own team, then take care of your team, right? That's fine. Take 50% of your time, take care of your team, but then take 50% of your time and build a system that can outlive you because it's really, really easy to stay stuck in the rat race of your business. It takes no mental skill to do that. It takes a lot of mental skill to take care of what you got to take care of today while building your future. And your future, in my opinion, is a system that creates it. Um, so, and then, and then what the, the beauty about all of this is, is of course you're building a downline, right? And that downline is a self-reproducing uh, revenue source for that could potentially last your entire life, um, which is pretty freaking amazing. So anyway, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, I got a little wordy on this, a little bit off track, but hopefully it was valuable. So we love you. Appreciate you. Hope you have an amazing day. Leave a review and a rating down below if you found value in this. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks.